Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, and today we're answering the age-old question, which is more important? customer acquisition or customer retention. Now, you hear me talk a lot about the power of customer retention and how email marketing is one of the best ways to keep your customer coming back. I created my own framework around email marketing. I've done two podcast episodes about it, two and three, if you want to go take a listen. And it's even the main freebie on my site. If you follow me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about email constantly. And if we've worked together, it's likely we started out working on your email. I also talk about how much cheaper it is to keep an existing customer than acquiring a new one and how if you run your entire business on newly acquired customers, you'll likely go broke very quickly. That's one of my biggest gripes with a lot of the e-commerce information that is out there is so much of it is geared towards spending a lot of money on advertising and you know you just dump all this money into social ads and then you'll have a million dollar business. And that's really not how it works. And this is especially true because there is a distinct difference between revenue and profit. So sure, maybe you're doing all these ads and you're generating $1,000 per day, but if it's costing you $500 a day in ads and manpower, that's not going to get you very far. So look, customer retention is important and I stand behind that 100%. And I think you should be focused on customer retention in the very beginning of your business. But if we're really talking about which one is more important, the real answer is it depends. So disclaimer for today's episodes, you are not going to find any hard and fast rules, but I'm going to walk you through some concepts so you can start thinking about your business through this lens and figure out where you fall and where you should be spending the majority of your time. One thing to remember, though, is acquisition and retention are not mutually exclusive. It's not one or the other. The real question is how much of one versus how much of the other. So are you spending your time 50-50 on each? Are you leaning a little bit more heavy into one, maybe 60%, something like that? right? So what we're going to talk about is how to sort of analyze your own business and determine where you should be focusing. This is going to depend on a few different factors. So the first one is what stage of business are you at? And we're going to go into each of these deeper. The second one is what is the average frequency of purchase for a product like yours? And what is the price point of your product? 
So if you're just starting out, if you just put up your website, then acquisition needs to be like 99% of where your focus should be, right? Because you need customers. If you don't get one customer, you won't have repeat customers. The caveat here is if you have no retention strategy in place from the beginning, how will you ever get the repeat customer, right? So having that retention strategy in place from the beginning, it should be like part of your setup, okay? So when you think about everything you have to do to launch your e-com business, one of them is get a website. The second one is get some retention strategies in place. So at a minimum, get the most important automated email set up. Like that should be number one thing that you do. And I go much deeper into this on episode three, how to make money on autopilot. And it's really about these main email automations that you want to get set up. So if you skip that step or you are just getting started, definitely go back to that episode, take a listen, do an audit of what you have and make sure everything is in place. The next question is, what is the average frequency of purchase for a product like yours? So let's use supplements as an example. Your customers are probably consuming your product every day and are likely to purchase that on a monthly basis, right? Assuming that the bottle they buy lasts them 30 days, then in theory, they're going to purchase from you every 30 days. Cleaning products, on the other hand, maybe they're buying those every three to six months, right? Because you don't necessarily use one cleaning product all over your home. So they last a little bit longer because you've got like six of them. The life cycle of your product matters too. And not just in consumption, but how long does it last? Does it expire? Does it go bad? Does it stop performing? Is it something that needs to be replaced after a certain amount of time, like your toothbrush or makeup or even bras, right? Like them bitches stretch out and you really, I I bet none of us actually replace these as often as we should, but you should be replacing them. Your pillows, like there's so much stuff that should be replaced on a regular basis. Lastly, what is the price point of your product? Generally, the bigger investment something is, the longer the product life cycle. So think about your couch. You're going to have that for years, right? We're probably still all keeping those longer than we should, but that's why people fix them, like getting the cushions restuffed so that they're more supportive again, things like that. So you're not running out and buying a new couch every year. Fine jewelry is another good example of this, right? You buy a piece of fine jewelry, like you're going to hold on to that for a long, long time and potentially even pass it down. So maybe you have a few pieces that you really love and then that's like it. You're not going to just keep buying those. So take those three questions, right? What stage of business are you in? What is the frequency of purchase for a product like yours? And what is the price point? So think about all those answers and let's draw a little picture together. So if you are driving or running on a treadmill or whatever it is you're doing that you can't draw a picture, that's fine. Don't worry. We have a freebie this week that's going to illustrate this for you. 
So you can download it after the episode. You can either get it from the link in the show notes or just go to ecommercebadassery.com forward slash 10. Oh shit. This is episode 10 of the e-commerce badassery podcast that like just clicked for me. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I'm in double digits. Yay. Okay, back to our picture. So we're going to create four quadrants. The Y-axis, so that's the vertical, is going to be your product price. So from low to high. And then the X-axis, the horizontal, is your purchase frequency, low to high, left to right. So once you draw this or you look at this in the freebie, the top left-hand quadrant is going to be high-value, low-frequency, right? Automobiles, even houses, right, can go in there. The top right is going to be your high-value, high-frequency. So maybe this is something more like high-end clothing or shoes or handbags, right? So even though they're expensive, you're probably still buying them pretty often. The bottom left-hand side is your low-value, low-frequency. And then your bottom right is low-value, high-frequency. That's where your supplements are going to fall in, that example that we talked about. So do you have that picture in your head? So remember, the further to the right you fall, the higher the frequency, the more you want to focus on retention. You with me there? So I'll repeat that. So if we're looking at this chart from left to right, and it's going from low frequency to high frequency, so the further towards the right you are, the higher the frequency your product gets purchased, the more you want to focus on retention. When you start thinking about customer lifetime value, right? How much does any one customer spend with you over the lifetime of them buying from you? Someone in that upper right-hand quadrant, so that high value and high frequency, you're going to get the most value from a strong retention strategy. So that makes sense, right? Because we're talking about high frequency and it's a high price product. So getting that customer to keep coming back is going to be worth a lot to you. Because as you know, or as we've discussed, the the customer, the repeat customer is worth so much more. They're more likely to spend, you make more profit off of them because you're not continuing to spend to acquire them, right? You paid for them up front, however you got them into your little ecosystem, and then they just keep coming back and it's cheaper and cheaper every time. So having that retention strategy is going to be really valuable there. On the flip side of that, the low frequency, high value will want to focus mostly on acquisition. So I'm using the two extremes here to illustrate this, but what this really comes down to is if you look at this from left to right, on your left, you have low frequency and on the right, you have high frequency. Low frequency, focus more on acquisition. High frequency, focus more on retention most of you guys probably fall somewhere more towards the middle, right? You're not necessarily on those extreme ends. So in that case, you probably want to split things more 60-40, depending upon which side you fall. 
If you are that high frequency, then you want to do 60% retention, 40% acquisition. If you're on the low frequency, then do 60% acquisition, 40% retention, right? But it's a sliding scale. So you're going to have to kind of look at this. And when you have the visual, it'll be so much easier. But you also have to take into consideration what stage of business you're at, right? So like I mentioned before, the earlier you are in your business, the more you should focus on acquisition. And the more established you are, the more you should focus on retention. But you never want to drop your acquisition focus completely, right? You need to keep bringing in new people Otherwise, you're going to like bleed your current customers dry and people are going to naturally fall off eventually. So you want to always be filling the funnel with new people. But maybe you never drop acquisition to less than, say, 30 to 40-ish percent of your focus. It's going to really depend on your business. So that's if you've just started. But what about if you're already established? So the more established you are, the harder it can be to figure out where you should focus your time. And, you know, of course, when you started, you focused on getting customers. But at what point do you start to make the switch? And there's another metric that you can look at to help you figure this out. And it's called customer return rate. So if you're on Shopify, it will give you this number right on your dashboard. Like as soon as you log in, you go to your home or It's either on home or your dashboard. Are those the same thing? I'm blanking right now. But it will just say customer return rate and it's um, in a percentage. If you're not on Shopify, your platform probably has this. But if you need to know how to calculate it, it's actually really easy. So first, you want to define a specific amount of time, whether it's a year, a quarter, a month, and find the number of customers who made a repeat purchase in that time frame. And then you want to find the number of first-time purchasers during that time frame. Then all you got to do is you divide your new customers into your total customers. So if you had 100 customers over that defined time period and 20 of them were repeat customers, then your return customer rate is 20%, right? It's not super complicated. The average customer return rate is between 20 to 30% across all industries. So if you fall somewhere in between there, you're doing pretty good. This is still, of course, relative to your business. If you're a subscription business, that's going to naturally be higher, and it should be. But if you're not a subscription business and your repeat rate is significantly higher than that, so if you're at like 50-60% repeat, that's a sign that you probably need to focus a bit more on your acquisition initiatives. And then on the flip side of that is if you are an established business, but your repeat rate is like much lower than that, then you definitely need to look at your retention strategy. So I know this was a like a lot of information packed into just a few minutes. We're really just starting the conversation here. I want to kind of set the stage for you so you can start thinking of your business in this way. And then we're going to talk more about each of these in upcoming episodes. So in the meantime, though... Figure out where you fall, 
get the freebie, download that because that will make it so much easier for you to picture how all of this works and figure out where you should be focusing your time. What are the numbers telling you? As I've said all the time, the data doesn't lie. So let the numbers be your guide into where you should put more of your time in. And then DM me on Instagram. I'd love to know kind of where you fall and what you're maybe struggling with and what you could use support around because it will help me craft content for you. And if you're not already in the e-commerce badassery Facebook group, come on over and let's chat more about this. Remember, like I said at the very beginning, there's no hard and fast rules to where you should be focusing. It's really very specific to your business, what you sell, how often people buy from you, what is the life cycle of your product. It's going to be unique to each one of you. So start here with figuring out what the answer is. And then get real with yourself. Where are you spending most of your time now? So many of you, when I have conversations in the DMs and on discovery calls, everyone feels like they need to be acquiring, acquiring, acquiring more customers. And that's not always the case. So I think we get caught up in what everyone else is doing, what we feel we're supposed to be doing when we really just need to take a step back and look at our business and figure out what is right for us and where we are today. So that's what I want to encourage you guys to do. Thank you for hanging out. Grab the freebie. Let's hang out on Instagram or in the Facebook group or both, whatever you prefer. And until next time, I will see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.